will be in, in Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 through 42. And uh, uh, it's... Uh, Jesus, like many of the, the sections in the Sermon on the Mount, he starts with a, a, a principle that's being misused or misapplied or misunderstood. And uh, he, he explains further what God intended by this principle. And, and he almost uh, steps it up to a new level, really. Uh, you know, uh, in, in the Old Testament, a lot of times, uh, all that mattered was, was your action, and Jesus cares about our heart. And, and, of course, God the Father cared about our heart all along. Uh, but Jesus is really saying, you know, it's, it's not just enough uh, to do the right thing. You, you have to have the right heart. And, and the only way to have the right heart is by, by God himself. And so uh, let's, let's all turn to Matthew chapter 5, uh, 38 through 42. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you take your, uh, to, and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you, and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. Father, I, I pray that... Uh, uh, through through my preparation, that I would deliver your word, that we would hear it, and that we would obey it. And Father, I pray that it would capture our hearts, and uh, if there's any part of our life that needs to change, whether attitude uh, or, or thought or thinking, that we would give that to you and, and not let it go until, until we do that. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, I, I've, I read somewhere, you know, uh, last time uh, uh, Stephen brought to us uh, the passage on oaths, and, and, and the, the truth was, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And, uh, and, and this week it's all about actions. And so very loosely it's, it's, it's what you say and what you do, but uh, both of those passages are a little bit more uh, uh, particular you know, than just what you say and do. And uh, um, uh, so uh, this eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, if, if you've got a study Bible or you have some cross-references in your Bible, you, you can uh, quickly see and, and, and you can go home and do the work, homework on your own. You can quickly see that Jesus is quoting uh, either fully or partially, three different places from from uh, uh, the Old Testament, specifically uh, uh, the law, the first five books of the Old Testament. And so, what's been happening is that you go back and you read that, and and and, and it's being applied to uh, as this universal law in in all interactions, in all parts of life, and 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 that's being abused. And, and you go back and read it, and it wasn't meant to be this universal law. It was, it was meant specifically to talk in retaliation, and, and it was specifically meant to be a societal law uh, that judges would not be impartial, that, or that they would be impartial, and that they, they wouldn't have prejudices, and, and that everything would be equal. But if you read all of the law and all the, the things that God intended for his society, it wasn't always an eye for an eye. Uh, God set up cities of refuge in case you accidentally killed someone that you could flee to. And so this was a very specific uh, aspect of the justice that God intended for his people. 
And some people were applying it to everything, down to personal interactions. And let, let's just face it, we're, we're all going to be like one-eyed, uh, 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 missing teeth people if we did that. Because we're all going to offend each other at some point. And, and so it wasn't meant to be applied that way. And so Jesus, he says, But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. And, and so I want to say what this passage is not. Because it's not a call to become abuse victims. It's not a call to let people just uh, uh, barge into your house and steal your stuff and, and harm your family. That's doing the exact same thing they were doing with the eye for an eye passage. You're, you're taking what Jesus is saying and applying it to everything. And your Bible might have retaliation o- over this section like mine does. And, and it's not even that. That's part of it. But, but, I mean, how is giving to those who beg and loaning to those who ask retaliation? Like, like I'll show him he's begging from me. I'm going to beg from him. I mean, I mean it's, it's not. And so Jesus is trying to lead us into something deeper. And so he, he gives four examples. But I say to you, resist the, the one who is evil, but do not resist. And so when I think of resistance, resistance, I think of uh, Newton's uh, law, I think it's Newton, that for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. And that's our human tendency. Oh, he got me, I'm going to get him back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do equal. You know, the problem is we don't have a good, we're not very good at judging equal, and we escalate. <laughs> and then he's like, well, I'm going to get him back, you know. And, and it just it, it gets spirals out of control. And so the first example he gives is if anyone slaps you on the face, and, 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 and I don't know why Jesus said the right face, and some people are trying to say that it's a backhanded slap, but I can slap someone on the right face with either hand. So Jesus, <laughs> Jesus I, I don't know why he specified the right, but, but then you're supposed to turn the cheek to the left. And so let's think about that for a second and... and most slaps that I know of, and I, I think this was the same in Jesus' day, are very public and very humiliating. And I think that's the point. And then in, in the next thing, if someone would sue you and take your tunic, give them your cloak as well. Now, at first I thought, wow, this is really petty, someone suing you for your tunic. But, but back in that day, they could actually uh, give their tunic as collateral. So... It's not necessarily petty, uh, but the cloak was considered more more valuable. It was usually more expensive, and in fact, uh, you know, if you uh, slept outdoors, that cloak was was what protected you from the elements. And and there was even an Old Testament law that said you you can't you can't take a poor person's cloak. That would be cruel. And so Jesus is saying, if someone wants your tunic, give them your cloak as well. I'm, I'm holding off on the, the conclusion because I really want us to think about it. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Now this, this of, of this passage has become really part of our culture. I think some people aren't even aware that the phrase, go the extra mile, is from Jesus. You know, and, and so it's become 
such a part of our culture, but but uh, the Roman guards, in case you didn't know, were legally allowed to force the subjects of the Roman uh, uh, Empire to carry their pack a thousand paces, uh, and 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 you had to do it. Now I'm sure I'm sure this really opened things up to abuse. You know I. I how, how do you judge, you know, was it a thousand of his? He's a big strapping guy, or is it a thousand of my paces, you know? And, of course, he's going to interpret it the best to his favor. And he might just say, nope, you haven't gone a thousand. You haven't gone a mile. But they have this legal right. And I've heard so many stories of people being abused uh, by the system, uh, other people maybe found a loophole and, and are using the law in a way that wasn't intended. And, and here Jesus is saying, go a second mile. Now, Jesus is not saying, you know, count to 2,000 paces and right then throw your pack down and walk off in a huff. You know, I mean, Peter was, was kind of trying to do that. Lord, how many times should I forgive my brother? Should it be uh, uh, seven times? And Peter thought he was being magnanimous. He thought he was being, oh, seven. And, and the context of that, that is, is seven times in one day. Like, how, how many people get sinned against seven times in one day? So Peter thought he was being really gracious, and, and, and he was kind of trying to show off. And Jesus says, no, 70 times seven, 490. And of course, we all know Jesus isn't saying, keep track. Once they get to 490, cut them off. So, and then finally, this is kind of the one that brings it all bigger than retaliation. Give to the one who begs from you, and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. Did you, did you see all the qualifications there? They're not there. They're not there. And uh, uh, as Stephen preached this morning, you know, sometimes we wish there would be lots of excruciatingly detailed lists on what to do and what not to do. It's not there. This is a guiding principle. And, and in fact, the entire Sermon on the Mount is, is about God as king, Jesus, uh, his son, as king, and, and, and he's ushering in God's kingdom, and he's calling us to be his, his kingdom people and, and live in his kingdom. And, and this is kingdom characteristics. This is the heart of, of what... So what is Jesus getting at? And, and, and it's not this, this universal justice system. I think what Jesus is trying to teach us, what he's trying to encourage is, how are we going to react to other human beings? I, I, you know, retaliation is part of it. When someone gets you, do you get them back? Or do you forgive them? When, when someone is using the law to abuse you, do you resist them? Or do you just say, you know what, there's something more important than the law. There's something more important than what you're trying to take from me. There's God and his kingdom. And, and I think Jesus is trying to encourage us in each and every situation to think of God and his kingdom and what he would want. And and how can we glorify God in this? And how can we how can we spread His kingdom, His gospel message? Uh, you know, there's a, a current song. Uh, it all comes down to this: love God and love people. I think 
that's what Jesus is trying to get us to. And, and, and you can't have a list of do's and don'ts. You know? And so sometimes, for the sake of God and for the sake of the person who you, you're trying to reach, that might mean accepting some abuse. That might mean taking some loss. That might mean going three extra miles. And, and I, I love that scenario, and I think maybe that's why it's, it's caught on to people, because, you know, if, if I were a Christian in that day and I got forced to carry that pack uh, and, and I was in the right frame of mind, I would walk that first mile in silence like he's expecting me to do. You know, he's like, oh, you know, this this silly Jew, uh, you know, I, I would just walk that first mile in silence. And then when we get to that mile marker and he's expecting me to put that pack down, I'd be like, let's go a little further. He, he wouldn't know what to do. He would be so floored. And then I'd strike up a conversation with him. I'd be like, hey, so what's it like being a soldier? <laughs> you know, uh, it must be tough. And, 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 and I would just keep walking with him, and, and as long as he was willing to listen to me, I would eventually share the gospel with him. That's the extra mile. You know, it's, it's not an exact place. It's a figurative place. And give to the one who begs, and, and loan to the one who wants to borrow from you. How will we react? Uh, how will we respond to people? These are all human interactions that happen. And how will we respond? Will we respond with God's love, with his glory, uh, or will we respond with our selfish motives? And I, I just want to end with a, a parallel passage. I think uh, Paul was really playing off on this and trying to expound uh, to the Roman church. So let's all turn to Romans 12. I'm going to read it in different translation because that way I could have it both, the two passages I wanted in, in, in both. So this is the Net Bible. Romans 12, starting in verse 17. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Consider what is good before all people. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all people. Do not avenge yourself, dear friends, but give place to God's wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Rather, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For doing this, you will be heaping burning coals on his head. Do not, overcome, uh, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. It's so clear that Paul had that sermon passage on his mind. And so... I know that we've all faced injustices, and sometimes the worst ones are when it comes from someone who's a brother or a sister. But I want to encourage us. How will we respond? Will we ask ourselves, will we pray to God, God, how can I glorify you in this? How can I, how can I do what's loving for this other person? It's not easy. <laughs> it doesn't always feel good, and it doesn't like... It's not like a Disney one that makes everything end perfectly and happily. But it, it takes a great burden off of us. Uh, when I know that, that my heart is in the right place and I'm trying to do the right thing, if I get defrauded, if I get abused, if I get all the other bad stuff, I can give it to God. And I can, I can face it 
uh, when if I'm just focused on my selfishness, uh, I would crumble. <laughs> so uh, I'll close this in prayer, and, and, and then we'll observe the Lord's Supper.